Good day, Crime Talk aficionados. We have a great show for you today, January 11th, 2024. First, the trial of the alleged killer, Michelle Traconis, begins. Is it now Nicholas Godijohn's turn to speak? Another fraudster saying her kid is sick. How much did she get? One woman liberates $100 million from the Army, and they didn't even notice. Another arrest in the Savannah Soto case. A son kills his parents. The father just happens to be a retired judge. And then our dumb criminal of the day. Let's talk about it. Hi, lawyer. Lawyer. Before we get started with today's story, I want to tell you about this little bottle. It's called Magic Mind. Now, I've been cutting back on my energy drinks, and if you've been watching for a while here in Crime Talk, you know that I don't drink coffee. So I have tried these little bottles of Magic Mind, and I'm telling you, I love them. So if you're like me and you don't like the crashes and jitters that come with coffee or other energy drinks, then you need to try my favorite caffeine hack, Magic Mind. I love that they are small. I take them in the car, I drink them on the way to work, and whether I'm arriving at court first thing in the morning or at my desk, I am ready for whatever the day is gonna throw at me. I have stocked up on these in the fridge both at home and at the office. And here's the exciting part. Magic Mind has given me a fantastic discount code for all of you. All you have to do is go to magicmind.co backslash crime talk and use the code CT40 for 40% off your first subscription. Or if you don't wanna do the subscription, you can get 20% off your first purchase. But wait, let me break it down for you. With the subscription, you're getting a total of 40% off, which comes to about $3 per bottle. That's a steal. Now, I'll leave a link in the show notes below. And the best part is that they have a money back guarantee because you know it's always about the money. So why wait? Head over to www.magicmind.co backslash crime talk and use that code CT40 to supercharge your day with Magic Minds. Oh, and by the way, not only does it, is it small, convenient, it tastes good as well. Go to the link below and sign up for Magic Mind. All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to our topics today, you know the drill. Subscribe if you haven't. Like if you do. Leave me a comment below. And remember, you can listen to us anytime on any of your favorite podcasting apps. And oh, don't forget to hit that little bell for notifications of when we go live or put up new content. Yes, Michelle Traconis trial has begun today. And well, it started off with a lot of body cam video. The first witness was Lieutenant Aaron Latort. He's the first witness to testify in uh, Ms. Traconis' trial, which, like I said, started today. And uh, the officer was describing how uh, he and another officer responded to the Dulos' new Canaan home after uh, Ms. Dulos was reported missing by a babysitter on May 24th back in 2019. Now, the body cam footage of uh, the police searching the uh, rather large home of the missing Connecticut mom of five, Jennifer Dulos, and finding what appeared to be red blood. Well, that was played for the jury. And then the tour of the house, without turning on the lights, <laughs> has played. Well, why are they doing that? They wanna show, look, everything's in place, no sign of struggle, nothing to show like it looked like she was leaving. Hell, she even made her own bed, for goodness sakes. So, clearly, some foul play. And I love how they say, yes, we observed some red 
substance. Remember, you can't say blood until the appropriate foundation has been laid and the scientists have come in and say that the red-like substance was in fact blood. So it's going to be a kind of kind of a long day today, but I think it's going to pick up. And you know, this may be one of those cases where the defense may just have a shot. So going back to the officer's testimony, he went through uh, describing how they went through the home. Uh, it was dark. They entered through the garage using the ask sex code provided by the babysitter. And according to his testimony, uh, they then they played about 20 minutes of the uh, body cam video for the jury. There the jurors were able to see what appeared to be uh, red blood on the uh, Range Rover. Now remember, this is early on. They got to lay the foundation of how the police arrived there, what they dig next, and they usually take it chronological. So for those who aren't familiar with this case, Mr. Conus is charged with conspiracy to commit murder, tampering with physical evidence, hindering the uh, prosecution and other charges in connection with the disappearance of, that's right, her former lover's estranged wife, Jennifer Dulos. Now, Miss Jennifer Dulos's body has never been located, but a judge declared her deceased. Now, Mr. Conus has pled not guilty of the charges and said that she has been wrongfully accused of the crimes and that she did not participate in the death of Jennifer Dulos, that it was her ex-boyfriend and Miss Dulos's husband, Photos Dulos, who's now dead because he committed suicide. Next on the docket, is it Nicholas Godijohn's time to speak? Hmm. Well, one thing we know, Gypsy Rose, she can pick him, right? Well, the killer ex-boyfriend of Gypsy Rose Blanchard, who fatally stabbed Gypsy's mother with a knife, referred to himself as Mr. Smiley and refused to mention his now famous girlfriend, Gal Pal, in a kind of bizarre email to the uh, Post, the, the, the newspaper. Now, um, apparently the email was written in response to a question by the uh, newspaper reporter in regards to the documentary that aired. Mr. Godijohn wanted people to know, quote, I want people to know that I am not lost in the ether of all of what is going on with whom shall not be named. I'm just being patient for my true time to speak. Nicholas Godijohn, he wrote that from his prison cell in uh, Missouri. Now, Mr. Godijohn has been somewhat silenced since Miss Gypsy Rose Blanchard was released from prison on parole last month for convincing him to kill her mother following the uh, years of medical abuse at uh, the hands of Gypsy Rose's mom, Dee Dee. Now, before the uh, murder, uh, Blanchard's mother, Claudine Dee Dee Blanchard, forced her to pretend that uh, she was suffering from leukemia, muscular dystrophy, and a slew of other ailments. Now, Gypsy Rose met Mr. Godijohn in 2012 on a Christian dating site and uh, she hid in the bathroom as uh, Mr. Godijohn fatally stabbed her mother. Now, during Mr. Godijohn's trial, Miss Gypsy Rose testified that she did, in fact, persuade him to knife her abusive mother. So when everyone says that she's a victim, I beg to differ. I'm just saying that's conspiracy to commit first-degree murder. Anyway... Back to the email from Mr. Godijohn. When asked by the uh, newspaper reporter what uh, Mr. Godijohn thought of her newfound fame, referring to a gypsy, uh, her marital escapades, and uh, what life has been like behind bars, he said, quote, 
I must be conscientious about my decisions. <laughs> now you are. Anyway, a lot of these questions will be answered in the foreseeable interview at the right time, which is not now. Now, Gotojohn appeared polite and uh, somewhat childlike in the email using what they refer to as the smiley faces some six times during the 109-word uh, email that was sent. Now, Mr. Gotojohn, unlike Miss Gypsy Rose, well, he remains behind bars serving a life sentence for first-degree murder and, of course, is not allowed to have contacts with Gypsy Rose. Gypsy Rose has said, well, you know, we've all made our decisions and we need to move on. Last week, Mr. Godijan's attorneys filed an appeal requesting a new trial. Uh, it is argued that in his last trial, he um, argued that his mental state did not meet the requirements for first-degree murder. Obviously, the jury disagreed, and the jury should have found him guilty of second-degree murder, according to his attorneys. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Well, guess what? We do know who Gypsy Rose Blanchard will be able to help the uh, young kid that we're going to talk about here in just a minute. So an Ohio mother is accused of faking her child's cancer diagnosis and shaving her head so that she could raise money and keep it for herself, according to police. Please meet Pamela Reed. She's been charged with theft by deception after she allegedly claimed her seven-year-old daughter, Abby Ray, had acute leukemia along with several other conditions. The mother raised thousands of dollars and uh, posted heartbreaking photos of her child's treatment online. Now, some suspicion arose last week when her child's elementary school nurse discovered that Abby was not blind in her right eye like her mother had claimed. The nurse then contacted the detectives at the Noble County Sheriff's Office which sparked an investigation. After obtaining some information, the uh, sheriff noted that um, with detectives and uh, child services, they began investigating the uh, allegations that they were able to confirm that the child did not have cancer at all. Now, Ms. Reed um, also said that Abby suffered from uh, frequent seizures and would need to have a port implanted in the future for her cancer treatment. A port is that little um, implant that allows uh, patients to receive drugs uh, through the implant instead of using needles. Now, Miss Reed went on to uh, shave her daughter's head, subjecting her to constant blood tests and caused her child to miss 280 hours of school, according to the uh, charging affidavit. Now, it's unclear why medical staff didn't catch the child's uh, actual health status. A little interesting, isn't that? Anyway, Miss Reed is uh, from Pleasant City, Ohio, and um, was taken to the Noble County Jail where she originally tried to lie to investigators before she came clean and admitted she had exaggerated and fabricated medical conditions to receive donations. Now, the school nurse called Ambie's primary doctor, who referred to the child as AR, and confirmed that she did not have cancer or leukemia and that she has never had cancer or leukemia. Uh, then some other documents uh, came forward that the mother gave to the school to demonstrate her daughter's uh, supposed medical issues, and they were all false. Uh, the mother has received approximately $8,000 by uh, local organizations to aid in her cancer treatment. Miss Reed also created a uh, public Facebook page called Our Ray, R-A-E, of Sunshine Team Abby Ray, where she posted images of Abby during her cancer journey. The page has been visible since, get this, 2017, when the child was only 20 months old. Uh, Ms. Reed would apparently uh, post fundraising links and uh, flyers that said all proceeds benefit Addie's 
journey. It has since been learned that the donations were not given towards Addie's medical costs and were instead going directly to line Miss Reed's pockets. Now, Miss Reed is in fact married, but her husband is not mentioned in any records whatsoever uh, as it relates to the arrest affidavit. But all of the uh, couple's children were removed from the home as there was concern for their safety. She's been charged with theft by deception in the fourth degree, a felony, and um, she was set free after posting a $50,000 bond. I wonder where she got the money to post that. <laughs> Probably from saying her daughter was sick. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, and this is why maybe you just get so cynical like I do, where you just think, are there any good people in the world? I like to think there are, but some days it's a tough one. And speaking of fraud, a San Antonio woman who allegedly uh, bilked the military out of $100 million in six years by forging her boss's signature to move that kind of money around. Please meet Janine Mello. She's accused of embezzling from the United States Army and uh, spending millions on 80 cars and 31 real estate properties. And uh, well, she was given a bond and uh, basically a PR bond to appear in court. The judge determined he didn't think she was a flight risk, probably because, well, she spent all her money and it's on cars and property instead of a bank account somewhere. Anyway, uh, despite uh, the fact that she had previously resided in Guam, so she was ordered released on her own recognizance. Now, besides allegedly funneling army funds into a defunct business she created, Miss Mello is also accused of forging her boss's signature on paperwork that allowed her to move the money without anyone questioning it whatsoever. Now the prosecutors believe that this is how she was able to keep the act going for some six years. Now the boss, a guy by the name of Mr. King, has worked as the head of the U.S. Army's Installation Management Command, a G9 division of the Family and Morale Welfare and Recreation for at least four years. That used to be referred to as MWR, Morale, Welfare, and Recreation, so that people in the military and their families could have activities, nice parks, nice playgrounds. Well, they have about $100 million less of niceness because of Miss Mello. And Miss Mello used King's signature to siphon federal funds into her own fake business as recently as August 29th of last year. As a result, questions have been raised about how the Army could possibly allow a worker a mere employee to steal $100 million. I mean, I would expect that to be left to the politicians, maybe heads of foreign governments. But if it's that easy for a lowly army employee, civilian, wow. Well, the uh, United States attorney said that the army hadn't uh, conducted an audit of the program in quite a while. And um, well, that's just kind of the way it worked that they were operating under the assumption that everyone was a good employee and that they wouldn't steal any money. Trust but verify, ladies and gentlemen. That's the rule of the day. Anyway, Miss Mello has uh, nearly 80 vehicles and 31 properties across five states, which of course the government is now trying to seize and take back to sell to replace the $100 million so that the people in the army can have nice facilities, parks, playgrounds, stuff like that. So yeah. And um, obviously it's alleged that uh, she lived quite a luxury life of opulence and uh, was clearly living beyond her means of a mere $130,000 a year salary. Nope, she used that money for jewelry, clothing, vehicles, and real estate. And she is alleged to have falsified the digital signature of one of her supervisors on multiple occasions. So she is charged with five counts of mail fraud, four counts of engaging in monetary transactions over $10,000 
using criminally derived proceeds and one count of aggravated identity theft. She faces up to 20 years in prison for each fraud count and 10 years of prison, spending uh, the mandatory minimum of two years in prison for the aggravated identity theft charge. I say give her the max, but that's just me. Maybe I'm just a little cynical today. Next on the docket, a third arrest has been made in the capital murder case of a pregnant teen, Miss Savannah Soto, and her boyfriend, Matthew Guerra. They're in San Antonio. Myrta Ramanos has been charged with evidence tampering and abuse of a corpse following Christopher Ray Presido and his father, Ramon Presido, who were both arrested on January 3rd. Now, Christopher is just 19, and he's been charged with capital murder and abuse. Ramon is charged with abuse of a corpse and is also accused of helping move the bodies. Both father and son face charges of evidence tampering, and investigators believe that Ramanos, who police refer to as Christopher's stepmother, also helped move the bodies and is facing similar charges. Next on the docket, a son kills his dad who just happens to be a judge. I think that's not gonna be a good fact for him when it comes to deciding whether they take the death penalty off the table. So the son of retired Williamson County State District Judge Bert Carnes told sheriff deputies late Monday night that he had in fact shot and killed his mother and father inside their home near Wahlberg, Texas. Now Seth Carnes, who was now charged with capital murder, told deputies after they arrested him that he had killed his mother because he thought she was trying to put a sleeping pill in his mouth. He didn't want to take the pill. That's according to the arrest affidavit. When the investigators asked why he shot his father, he said, I was just looking for something and I figured I would finish it off. Needless to say, the deputies found the bodies of Bert Carnes and Susan Carnes um, inside the house um, deceased. And uh, Seth Carnes lived in a garage apartment attached to his uh, parents' house according to the arrest affidavit as well. Now, it is said that the uh, that he uh, told the deputies that he killed his parents with a Remington 870 shotgun that he kept on the nightstand by his bed. Obviously, capital murder is punishable by a life sentence or even the death penalty. And when you kill judges, i.e. law enforcement, that's certainly an aggravating factor for them to consider. So what we do know is the sheriff's office initially received a 911 call from Seth Karn's 19-year-old daughter at about 11.45 p.m., stating that her father had just shot her grandmother. The shooting was in the uh, um, just outside the city limits of Georgetown, and that is near the town of Wahlberg. When the deputies arrived, they saw Seth Karn's leaving his parents' home it is said he confessed to the deputies that he just shot and killed them both. Deputies found uh, Bert Carnes about five feet from the recliner in his living room, and uh, paramedics did attempt to administer first aid, but all of them were pronounced dead at the scene. Susan Carnes' uh, body was found in Seth's bedroom, which was in the garage apartment attached to the house. Paramedics had uh, applied uh, bandages to her left shoulder and left collarbone, apparently trying to save her life as well. Didn't work. The preliminary investigation suggests that the murder resulted from a disagreement escalating into family violence and then ultimately death. Yep, I would say so. And finally, our dumb criminal of the day. Wait for it. Wait for it. Yes, more food violence. But ladies and gentlemen, I think I'm getting to the point. If you get so upset about your food order... You've got mental health issues. You really do, okay? And this guy today, it wasn't even about the food tasting nice. 
it was because, wait for it, his Subway sandwich wasn't sliced properly. So this um, irate Subway customer, who is apparently upset that his uh, sandwich had not been cut in half, has been charged with battery after allegedly hurling the unfit sub at one of the fast food chain's employees. Please meet Alberto de Berros. Now, he was taken into custody by police who were called to this disturbance at the restaurant in Florida just after 5 p.m. on Tuesday. Now, the subway worker, Cassandra Pierre-Louis, told the uh, sheriff's deputies that Mr. de Berros became upset with her after finding out that his sandwich was not separated, i.e. cut properly. Not cut at all, according to the affidavit. So what is the uh, irate Subway customer to do when your sandwich is not cut the right way? You hurl it. You hurl the offensive sub at the employee, obviously. And that's what Mr. DeBarros did. Now, he was taken into custody after the disturbance because he did admit that the offensive sub was thrown, but he thought that it was only thrown at the counter. But Mr. DeBarros, being the dumb criminal that he is, didn't realize that, oh, yes, it is 2024 and there are video cameras everywhere. And guess what the video camera showed? That he hurled the uncut sub at the employee. Mr. DeBarros, you are a dumb criminal of the day. And because of that Subway sandwich not being cut properly, you got to go to jail and you had to post a bond. That is dumb. I urge you, Mr. DeBarros, go get mental health treatment. If that's what's going to set you off, you are a time bomb. You, sir, are a danger to the community. Let me know what you think, ladies and gentlemen. I think the guy needs mental health issues. He's got mental health issues. He needs mental health treatment. That is not normal behavior. All right. Thanks for watching. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time on Crime Talk. And remember, the Constitution matters.